welcome to Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food, a podcast of bite-sized episodes to support you in creating a more peaceful relationship with food. Hello there, I'm Peter. I'm a certified intuitive eating facilitator, eating psychology coach, and trauma-informed practitioner and self-care coach. And ultimately what that means is I support people just like you to heal their relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Let's dive into today's episode. On the podcast today, we are having a think about the kinds of food rules, shoulds and shouldn'ts, must-dos, mustn'ts, and goods and bads that you may be thinking of embracing or already embracing during this season. So if you're listening to this in real time, we are now mid-January or coming up to it. And that means that the likelihood is you will have been bombarded with a lot of messaging around food and eating and dieting and exercise and what you should be doing to live a better, healthier life. And whilst living a better, healthier life is fantastic, what this messaging can often cause is a disordered relationship with food. And so I'm not saying that those messaging or that messaging directly creates eating disorders, although it does somewhat impact it, um, or that you have an eating disorder. What I'm saying is you may have a disordered relationship with food. So you might have a relationship with food which isn't very peaceful, which isn't very healthy, which doesn't feel very good. And so what can happen is when we start to create and follow rules around food, is that we also begin to place certain foods on pedestals um, and certain foods into the forbidden area. So we're not allowed to have those foods. And in doing so, we create this absolute want to have foods. Now, if you are on my newsletter list, you may have heard that uh, myself and my partner are expecting a baby in the summer. And, oh my goodness, food cravings are insane. Now, I can only liken it to that kind of craving when you are on a diet and you're desperately wanting something to eat um, that you have decided you're not allowed to have because you're thinking about it all the time. Suddenly, all of your thoughts revolve around it, where you could have it, how you could eat it, when you could eat it, how much you could have of it, then what you're gonna do in order to either punish yourself or make it all better. Now, for me personally, pregnancy cravings have been a little bit different. For me, it has, I haven't had very much of an appetite for the first trimester. I've felt very nauseous, I've had a lot of morning sickness, and I haven't, felt hungry, which has been really, really frustrating. And so the cravings have almost been like, when I felt really nauseous, I've had a craving for something, and I've known that if I can eat that particular thing, that nausea will go away for a little bit, it's gonna dissipate. That's a little bit like when we restrict something, and we've said, no, we can't have that thing, we're not allowed it. We know that if we have it, that want that's building in us, that absolute need to eat that thing will dissipate. But because we've restricted it and restricted it and restricted it, 
by the time we actually allow ourselves to have it and we give in, or as diet culture loves to um, phrase it, fall off the bandwagon, it means that we eat more than we would have if we'd have just had it when we wanted it. Because between then and now, we will have had, I don't know, had an apple, tried having some water, had, some, had another snack that we've deemed as good or healthy. If we'd have just had the thing that we wanted in the first place, we wouldn't have eaten all of these different things and tried to take our mind off the thing in all of these different ways. And that's often what can happen, especially at this time of year. Also during the, um, as we were working towards summer, um, there is a lot of messaging around what we should be eating and eating healthy and having a healthy lifestyle. Now, I'm not against eating healthy in any way, but I believe a healthy relationship with food includes a variety of food, a great variety of food. And it means that we are at a place within our relationship with food where we are able to trust ourselves. We're able to trust ourselves with eating a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We're able to trust ourselves with including everything we want to include in our diet. For more information on intuitive eating, on working with me and on workshops and courses, please do pop on over to nourishingsoulfully.com. And if you'd like to share your own experience with me or just have a chat, pop an email over to Peter, that's P-E-T-A at nourishingsoulfully.com. I have loved speaking to you today and I can't wait for the next episode of Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food. Before then, if you'd like to leave a review, I would appreciate it so much. Apparently that helps others find the podcast more easily. And if you'd like to recommend it to a friend, well, that means even more to me. Remember, be gentle, be kind. You're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.